In the previous movie, we created a reverse foot rig to drive our IK foot with different control pivots. In this movie, we'll build on that setup to provide more intuitive controls for the animators. Start by opening the file Character Rigging Part 20 Start, or by using your file from the previous lesson. We already touched on the notion that giving the animator direct control of all the pivots would make animating many of the most common foot animations, such as walk cycles, a little complicated. The main problem is that it caters to some redundant scenarios. For example, observe what happens if we rotate the foot up on its heel, then lift it up on its toe. All this does is lift the foot off the ground, something we could have accomplished more easily by moving the foot control itself up. A similar thing happens if we attempt to lift the ball and heel. To consolidate this into a smarter control, we'll have to reevaluate the way we think about the foot. Right now, we've always considered the case where we have direct control over the rotation of each joint. However, what if we approach this from a different angle? Instead of controlling each individual joint rotation, why don't we create just one control that rolls the entire foot forward or backward? And then use two additional controls to adjust the angle limits for the different motions in that roll. This still leaves us with three controls, but unlike our current setup, two of those controls would only be used sparingly, with the roll attribute being the primary method of rotating the foot. Start by selecting the heel loc and breaking the connection on its rotate x attribute we created in the previous movie. Do the same for the toe and ball locators parented under it. With the connections to the left foot control severed, you can delete the custom attributes we created previously. Now let's replace them with three new attributes. First, the roll attribute which will be our primary means for rotating the foot. And then a bend limit angle and toe straight angle attribute. Although we don't want to put any limits on these attributes, one thing we do know is that typically the bend limit angle will be lower than the toe straight angle, since the foot will bend at the ball first and then straighten once it's vertical. To that effect, Let's give them default values of 45 and 70 degrees, respectively. Now, the first pivot we'll take care of is the heel. Since we'll never want the foot rotating downward below the control, we want it to only accept negative values. That way, we guarantee the heel is either straight or pointed up. We can handle this in the node editor using a clamp node. A clamp node returns a value only within a minimum or maximum range. Select the foot control and heel loc and open the node editor. Show the connections. Create a clamp node. Let's rename this left heel rote clamp. 
Now feed the roll value of the left foot control into the input R value of the clamp node. We know the max R value should be zero since we never want the heel's rotation to be greater than zero. What is a good value to set the min R to? If you try rotating your own foot, you'd be hard pressed to get it even close to parallel with your shin. Even taking exaggeration into account, a value of negative 90 should be fairly safe. Now feed the output R attribute of this node into the heel loke's rotate X attribute. If you set the roll attribute to a negative value, the foot lifts on its heel. However, if you set it to a positive value, the locator clamps at zero and the foot remains straight. Now we need to repeat these connections for the ball. Create another clamp node and rename it left ball road clamp. Unlike the heel, though, we want to limit this one to a positive range to match the ball's rotate x attribute values. Connect the left foot control's roll value to this node's input r and set its max r value to 90. Then feed the output r value to the ball loke's rotate x attribute. Now a positive roll value pivots the foot at the ball, but a negative value pivots the foot at the heel. Next, we need to determine how to start lifting the toe based on the bend limit angle attribute. We want the toe locator's rotate x value to remain at zero until roll reaches the value specified by our bend limit. At that point, we want the toe to rotate up until it hits the toe straight angle, at which point it should be straight. To accomplish this, we'll use another clamp node. Rename this one, Left Foot Bend to Straight Clamp. This time, set its min R value to the left foot control's bend limit angle. and its max R value to the toe straight angle. As usual, we'll feed the roll value into the input R. However, imagine a scenario where we fed this clamp node's output directly into our toe pivot's rotation. The absolute minimum value this clamp node can return is the ball rotation limit in this case 45 degrees. That means that the toe would always be rotated at least 45 degrees, possibly even 90 degrees. That obviously doesn't make any sense. Thus, what we want isn't the actual value of the rotation itself, but rather the percentage 
that the roll value is between the bend limit angle and the toe straight angle. Luckily, we can remap our values to this range by using a set range node. Rename this node left foot bend to straight percent. Connect the left foot bend to straight clamps min r and max r values to the new range nodes old min x and old max x values respectively. Then set the new min x and max x values to 0 and 1 respectively. Finally, connect the bend to straight clamps input r to the value x attribute. Now this node has remapped our roll value to a percentage from the bend limit angle to the toe straight angle. The problem now is that feeding the node's out value x, which ranges from 0 to 1, into the rotate x of the toe pivot would barely be noticeable. That's because we only figured out the percentage. To use it, we actually have to apply that value to the rotation space. So create a multiply divide node and rename it left foot roll malt. Connect the out value x to the input 1x and the roll value via the bend to straight clamps input r to input 2x. Now you can finally feed the output x into the toe pivot's rotate x attribute. If you roll the foot, you can see that the ball now rotates until it reaches 45 degrees, at which point the toe starts to rotate. Unfortunately, there's still a problem. Notice that even when the toe starts rotating at the bend limit angle, the ball doesn't straighten out. This is causing an over-rotation, which means the foot is not actually straight when the toe straight angle is reached. How can we fix this? We'll need to change the way we calculate the ball rotation. Once again, instead of looking at hard numbers, let's look at the problem in terms of percentages. Within 0 to 100% of the ball's bend limit, we want to increase the ball pivot's rotation. Then, within 0 to 100% of the ball's bend limit to the toe straight limit, we actually want to rotate backwards and undo the pivot's rotation so it straightens out again. Since both these percentages ascend at the exact same rate, one immediately after the other, we can utilize a clever trick here. By inverting the second range, we can change the ascending value into a descending one. And then by multiplying the two ranges together, we'll get a single value that ascends and descends at exactly the times we want. First, make sure the roll value is set to zero so the foot is straight. Then break the connection to the ball locator's rotate x attribute. Now let's change the left ball road clamp so that rather than taking a roll value from 0 to 90, it instead takes the value from 0 to the bend limit. 
We'll rename the node left ball zero to bend clamp to signify this. Now we'll get the percentage of this rotation by once again piping the value into a new set range node renamed left ball zero to bend percent. Remember, the old min and old max attributes should be set to the clamp nodes min and max, respectively. Then we'll set the new min x and max x to 0 and 1, and connect the roll value via the clamp nodes input r to the value x attribute. Now we need to multiply this percentage with the inverted percentage of how far the roll value is between the bend limit angle and the toe straight angle. Luckily, remember that we've done half this work already when we calculated the toe rotation. We just need to invert that percentage, which we'll do with a plus minus average node. Rename it left foot invert percentage. This node has the ability to add, subtract, or average single values as well as vectors. Since we only need a percentage, we'll be using the input 1D section. However, a quirk of the input 1D is that unlike input 2D and 3D sections, there are no buttons to add a new input. We'll have to do this manually via the command line. Input the following line and press enter. This creates a new input attribute and sets it to 1. Now with the MEL command line selected, press the up key to bring back the command, then swap the 0 for a 1 and then run it again. This creates a second attribute, also set to 1. However, we don't actually want this second value to be 1. Rather, it should be the percentage of the clamp value between the bend limit angle and the toe straight angle. So we'll feed it the left leg bend to straight percent nodes out value x via the node editor. Finally, Set the operation to subtract. Now this node outputs the inverted value of this percentage. Create a new multiply divide node to receive the inverted percentage value. Rename this node left ball percent mult. Use it to multiply the outputs of the two ranges together. and then multiply that by the left foot control's roll value to get our actual ball roll. Finally, feed this node's output x to the ball loc's rotate x value.
Now if you increase the roll value, the ball bends until it reaches the bend limit angle, and then straightens out again by the time it reaches the toe straight angle. It was a long journey to get here, but the results speak for itself. An animator can now animate walk cycles with much greater ease using this efficient and customizable roll attribute. However, we've only covered the foot roll. The foot's range of motion allows many other types of rotations, such as bending side to side, toe wiggle, and more. In the next movie, we'll create additional custom attributes to allow us to accommodate the foot's full range of motions.